Good morning. As some of you know, I teach core theology here at Concordia University. And of course, I have some students in my classes who don't share my personal Christian beliefs. I guess we could say that they're looking at Christianity from afar, looking at it from the outside, if you will. And so as any good professor, I spend some time, a good amount of time actually, thinking about how I might share and teach the Christian faith, not just in an understandable way, but also in an honest way, really honest. Well, this is perhaps how I would share or at least teach or share the Christian faith to someone who's looking at it from afar, someone who's not really sure what this Christianity thing is all about. I think the first thing I would say is simply this, I apologize. I apologize on behalf of all Christians everywhere because I think we tend to give you the wrong impression about who we are as Christians and what Christianity is all about. And I think it's probably because we tend to think too highly of ourselves. Let me show you what I mean. A long time ago, a man by the name of Paul, we call him the Apostle Paul, he wrote a letter to a church in the city of Corinth. And we just heard a part of that letter read. And in that passage, he talks about a treasure that all Christian believers have. And I want to say more about that later. But for now, let me just highlight something else. He also says that we as Christians are vessels, we're jars, buckets, if you will, that hold this treasure. And here's the problem, and here's why I want to sincerely apologize to you. You see, we often would have you believe that Christianity is all about the jars and buckets and how wonderful we are. You see, as, as you seek to figure out what Christianity is all about, we, we place before you ourselves as metal buckets, perhaps something like this. Now you have to understand that this metal bucket has been in my family for 20 years. And besides a few scratches and little dings, it's none the worse for wear. Now that's really saying something because this metal bucket, it survived all five of my children. And they are monsters. They go berserk. There's not a corner of my house that has not been destroyed by them at one point or another. If you go in my garage right now, it's like a bomb went off. And yet this bucket, after 20 years, has still survived them. And it's strong and durable. I mean, you could you can kick this bucket. It won't go anywhere. That bucket will not be destroyed. And if you look closely, not only is it bright and shiny, but it's also a bit decorated. And, and that's how we present ourselves to the rest of the world. We proudly present ourselves as bright and shiny containers just like that. So you seek to know what's really unique about Christianity, and we set before you ourselves as bright, shiny, durable, strong metal buckets. And when we do that, Christianity becomes a sales pitch, and me and my life become the thing that you're to buy. So I apologize for that. Because that's not at all what Christianity is about. And that's not at all what the Apostle Paul tells us in this passage. In fact, Paul tells us that we're more like clay jars. Now you have to understand that at Paul's time, clay jars were cheap, generic. They were a dime a dozen. They were treated with little care. Perhaps. 
Perhaps Paul is talking about something like this. Now you can notice here that this clay jar is chipped, it's waterlogged, it's dirty. And yet this is how Paul would present us. This is how poor, in what poor shape we get as Christians. Dirty, fragile, and whatnot. Let me put this in front of you just as a reminder. So not only are we fragile, weak, worn out, and frail, but apparently we also break quite easily. And yet, my friends, that, that is a Christian. So once again, for those of you who are looking at Christianity from afar, I'm sorry. Maybe others have presented to you this picture of Christianity that's glorious, But Christianity, I have to tell you this morning, really isn't that, at least not at first glance. You're going to see us vessels, fragile, weak, worn out, and frail, and often shattered into a thousand pieces. Sorry, Pastor Quentin, you're going to have to clean that up afterwards. (laughs) But we're torn apart from the outside, at times persecuted and struck down, mocked, and ridiculed. There are more Christians now being persecuted around the world than at any other time in the history of the Christian church. And we also get sick. We lose our hair from old age. And we also lose it from chemotherapy treatments. Our bones break and we die just like you. And we're also hard-pressed from the inside, beset by temptations of all shapes and sizes just like you. You'll see among us recovering and struggling drug addicts and alcoholics and adulterers and murderers. And and no, these are not proud badges that we wear, far from it. But they're wounds and scars of a broken and sinful people in a broken and sinful world. And so here we are, fragile, weak, worn out, and frail, often shattered into pieces, And I can imagine how humiliating this might look to you. And it's no wonder that you might be asking, why would God choose such weak vessels? Well, here's the answer. The Apostle Paul gives it to us in the second half of this verse. He says, but we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that his all-surpassing power is not from us, but from him. You see... We are flimsy clay pots, fragile, weak, worn out, and frail, often shattered, so that when you look, you might not see us, but your gaze might be drawn to the treasure inside. We become hidden so that the treasure might become unhidden. And what is that treasure? It's the good news message of Jesus Christ. Did you notice that the treasure, the cross, was hidden until the pot was broken. You see, it's not about the pot, it's not about the vessel, but it's all about the treasure inside, the cross of Christ. Now, you may be looking at Christianity from the outside and looking at it from afar and wondering what this Christianity thing is all about. You may be seeking and searching some sort of spirituality All I have to offer you is the spirituality of the cross. 
but at least it's an honest spirituality. It's a spirituality that calls a thing what it is. It's not a fake climbing to heaven. It's not trying to find the God within myself. It's not trying to play mind games. It's not philosophical musings or pursuing the ethical life. It's not based on visions or dreams. It's not emotional highs that come and go. It's not karma or enlightenment. It's not about escaping. It's not about facades, like pretending to be a bright, shiny, durable, strong metal bucket. It's about being real. And it's about a real man whom they call Jesus, who claimed to be God. And we don't have to climb up to heaven to get to him, but he humiliated himself, he humbled himself and came down to be born a tiny baby. And he lived a real life in a real broken world, just like the one that you live in. However, there is a difference. At the young age of 33, although he was innocent, he was sentenced to death and he was crucified on a cross. And Paul tells us that when he was crucified on that cross, he took upon himself the brokenness of the world and any punishment that we might deserve. He took it all upon himself. And he could do that because he wasn't just a man, but he was also God. And this cross is a reminder of that. But if that's all it reminds us of, then the message is incomplete. And to be honest with you, our faith is in vain. Did you notice that the cross is empty? That's because Jesus didn't stay dead. He rose from the grave. Yes, over 500 witnesses saw him. So he died that he might save us. And he rose again so that we might know that he has victory over this broken world. But how will you know unless someone tells you? Now I know if I was God, I, would, I know whom I would choose to share this message I would choose angels, you know, bright, shiny, strong, durable, resilient angels, just like that metal bucket. But funny thing, God chooses instead fragile, weak, worn out, frail, often shattered into pieces, people just like me and perhaps just like you. You see, that bright, shiny angel knows no pain, knows no suffering, knows no fear, knows no temptation, knows no death, but weak vessels that we are, oh, we do. We know what it's like to weep, to be in agony, to fear, to be sorely tempted, to fall sick, to be touched by death. You know, much like you. We know what it's like to be broken in a broken world just like you. So my dear friends, you might find these things scandalous. God dying on a rough wooden cross and fragile, weak, worn out, frail, often shattered vessels as his messengers. And you might decide that this Christianity thing is not for you. But at least we've been honest about it. Or you might just realize how surpassingly powerful this good news message of Jesus is for those who are often also broken and bent out of shape. For Christ also died for you. Amen.